0: Hello, passionate listeners and watchers. Welcome to Passion Harvest. I am Louisa, your host. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you are in the world right now. I'm so excited about our guest today, Tom T. Moore. Learn how to reconnect with your guardian angel Tom communicates with angels. He offers simple and powerful spiritual tools to connect with our guardian angels. Tom is the author of The Gentle Way, a series of three books. His latest is The Gentle Way with Pets, Angelic Help for Your Animal Companions. He's also the author of Atlantis and Lemuria, The Lost Continents Revealed and First Contact, Conversations with an ET. This is his story and this is his passion. Tom. Tom. I'm so excited to have you on Passion Harvest and I can't wait to share your story. Welcome to the show.
1: Glad to be here.
0: I, I'm sorry, I sent you a whole list of topics that I'd love to cover and that you've got such a wealth of information. Let's first okay. start if you don't mind. What is a an guardian angel?
1: Sure. A guardian angel is actually a very, very old soul. Okay. Very powerful, as I was kind of meant, uh, alluding to in uh, when we were talking about it and they uh, uh, they have raised their vibrational levels o- over eons of time because they don't measure time to the point where they glow a golden light and they're known as golden light big be- beings. So creator of our universe knew we, we would need some help someone to watch over us. And so creator put out in my, in my, Guardian Angel Theo says, uh, and he did it humorously. He says, "The job description went out. Only golden light beings need to need apply." Okay. <laughs> so, so there, uh, and, and that's that's what happened. So, Theo, my guardian angel, was one of the very first ones to apply for the job, and so he kind of got the pick, <laughs> the pick of the litter, I guess. I don't know, and uh, and so he. He takes care of, of thousands of people, but supposedly I was one of the, the first ones that that got his care. And, and by the way, um, Theo has told me, he said, humans do not have the vocal cords to, to uh, um, pronounce angelic names. And he says, besides, we're not too big on names over here. So he said, you could call me Tom, Dick, or Harry, but Tom will be kind of hard in your meditations. So I thought about it for a while. And a couple of weeks later, suddenly Theo popped into my mind. And later he would tell me, and much later, three or four years or more, he he would tell me that I've called him Theo in in a number of other lives, because I do this same kind of work um, in hundreds of other lives.
0: That's wonderful. And just to clarify that for the audience, we all have guardian angels.
1: Yes, every single one of us do. Sometimes you get mad at your guardian angel and you say, I want another guardian angel. So (laughs) your guardian angel just takes on another persona. And then after you transition, you both laugh about it.
0: Um, For the audience, if you could just, do do you actually see with your mind's eye what the guardian angels look like?
1: no not really um in uh on my website www.thegeneralwaybook.com, um i i have uh, a photo and i'm not sure exactly where to find it but, <laughs> but you can go to my articles and news page where all of my my newsletters are listed from 2007 onwards they're all free and uh, and I, when my wife and I uh, went with another couple to Sedona, Arizona, which is fantastic. You gotta, you gotta go there someday. Um, we uh, we went to uh, uh, what was called Oak Creek, and I meditated right across the creek from what's called the Cathedral, uh, the Cathedral Vortex, and so I. Had requested the devil not come for uh, Theo to show up in one of my photo, uh, photographs. So my my wife was taking three or four pictures of me uh, uh, meditating on the side of the creek, and in one of the photos there is this wispy uh, gray. Uh, well, it's Theo, but keep in mind Theo has never had a life on earth, so. He doesn't look like our guides our guides have a form they they're orbs they they're blue or red or green or whatever and we have guides that assist us too but Theo has no form and if he really did it he said he would burn me up so that was as good as he could could do for the photograph
0: um you just mentioned guides spirit guides and guardian angels what is the difference
1: Well, okay. Um, a guardian angel, as I mentioned, has never had a life on Earth and never will. Okay, and our guides all have had lives on Earth and you will have typically one main guide. That's a member of your soul cluster. That's that group of Mm -hmm. six to 12 soul fragments that are having lives on Earth. So you'll have a main guide that really knows you. Uh, Because we're both from the same soul. And then you'll have other guides that come and go depending on what you're doing in life.
0: I guess the big question, and many people ask this, and you're the expert at it, how do I connect with my guides or particularly my guardian angel?
1: Sure. First of all, you know, as I said, we can't, you know, we can't pronounce angelic names, but you can say out loud, guardian angel, what name shall I call you? Now, you may immediately get a name, you know, didn't happen for me. It took a couple of weeks. Um, But suddenly you'll come up with a name that you can address your guardian angel as. And and you can say, you know, you can ask your guardian angel questions or, or, uh, but especially when you start requesting benevolent outcomes, those requests go directly to your guardian angel. Now, that's my belief. Some people would say, no, it only goes to God or it only goes to Jesus or Muhammad or whoever deity you believe in. But I've been told that there's these golden light beings that, that uh, uh, help us throughout life and, and we just have to ask for the, the help.
0: Um, you speak about benevolent outcomes. What does this mean?
1: You can request benevolent outcomes in your life. And... I had tried the law of attraction and all this other different stuff, and nothing was working right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would work a little bit, but then it wouldn't work. And I'm frustrated saying, well, I got to keep looking. And so eventually, um, uh, I said, Oh, that sounds interesting. So I, I started trying it out and, and I just started from one simple sentence where you can request benevolent outcomes in your life. And I started requesting little things like a parking space in front of a restaurant or my drive to the post office or grocery store, um, You know, finding all the things I needed at the grocery store. I requested most benevolent outcome for my drive from my house to, to the gro- grocery store. I requested most benevolent outcome for parking close to the, to the entrance. I request the most benevolent income finding everything I need easily and the most benevolent come for a quick checkout and then a the most benevolent come for my drive home. So you see, so you can do all of these at one time, set it all up for your whole trip. And, and you are, have,
0: you, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but you have some rules as well for asking. Yeah. Uh, it's, or tips, whatever you want to call it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, you know, First of all, I one of the rules I use is to, is to tell people start with the mundane requests, you know, those trips and, and a seat on a bus or a train or, you know, however you get to work or or you can uh, request a benevolent come for your meeting at, at work to go smoothly. and You know, all there's so many different things. I had a gentleman from Makhlum, uh New Zealand, and uh, and. On his first day, he, uh, he just started requesting benevolent outcomes and it was bang, 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 one after another, after another, work for him. And he was just amazed. So that's the way it happens to people. You just find it amazing that, that they help you. And, and you have to understand, uh, another rule would be it has to be benevolent for not only you, but everyone in the in the request. So as an example, a soldier couldn't say, oh, I request the most benevolent outcome to kill my enemy before he kills me. But if you if he if he were to say, I request the most benevolent outcome for on patrol for me to get back uh, uh, to camp with no incidents, then it'll be an easy, boring patrol. So that's the, that's the way things work. It has to be benevolent for everybody in the request. And if you, if you it doesn't seem like you immediately get the request, then it's probably because there's something better coming along for you that you just don't know about. Okay. So, and it has, MD, MBOs, most benevolent outcomes, are specifically for you when you want to request something for someone else, it's done in the form of a benevolent prayer. So I started out in my book one, calling living prayers, that's the way I'd first been told. And, um, but I changed, I said, there's got to be one sentence, just like I request the most benevolent, I come for blank, blank, blank. Thank you. It's got to be something simple for benevolent prayers. And so I finally came up with, I ask any and all beings to aid, uh, comfort, and assist, or, or ask any and all beings to blank, 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 thank you. If it's for someone else, it could be, it could be a person, it could be an animal, you know, there's just a wide range of benevolent prayers that you can say. Another rule is that you have to say these out loud, okay? Because scientists, have not yet rediscovered because it was used in ancient, ancient times. Uh, they have not yet rediscovered the power of the vocal voice. Okay. So, uh, so as, as an example, um, not too long ago, I was told that these heavy blocks for the Egyptian pyramids were done by groups of several hundred people because they'd have to do this all day long and strain their voices, they would make a sound and that will lift the blocks off the ground and they've moved them to the pyramids in that, in that fashion. We just haven't discovered, rediscovered that yet.
0: Yes. Um, fantastic tip. So obviously not to cause harm to anyone else. And also people often say, I, I pray or request from God or the angels mm-hmm. and I don't receive it. So as you mentioned Keep positive, and there's probably something better coming.
1: Yes, but also most people just pray silently, and that's not nearly as good as vocal. That's okay. really interesting. They, yeah, because I mean, you get even if let's just say someone goes to church, and typically they'll be up at someone up at the front saying, "Well, Brother George is in the hospital, and and Sister Mary is is sick at home, and so on." And if everybody were to join together and to pray for those people out loud with the person up front saying, okay, I request, you know, I I ask any all beings to aid, comfort, and assist in Brother George in, in getting the best treatments for his condition that will bring him back to full health and he can leave the hospital. Thank you. And then you go to Sister Mary. So you see, everybody, Is repeating that same prayer together and it it, it, it's like a crescendo effect.
0: Yes, the the power of prayer prayer is incredible. You also talk about angelic guidance with animal companions. Do you mind talking a little bit about this?
1: Sure, that's that's my newest book. (laughs) What is that? Do you want to hold it up? Uh it's the gentle way with pets, and it's a continuation of, of my gentle way series, but this time. I started, not only do I go through tons of different kinds of, of benevolent outcomes that you can request. You can request a benevolent outcome for the perfect pet, perfect dog, perfect cat, whatever, whatever kind of pet you want. And uh, uh, you can request a, a benevolent outcome for, uh, to buy the perfect beds or uh, the perfect food for them. Uh, you can request a benevolent outcome for when you need to go uh, and have a checkup uh, for a request uh, to request a benevolent outcome, to request a, a, a perfect vet for your dog or cat or whatever. And, and especially if you if your dog or cat is hurt, um, you can you can request benevolent outcomes for them. To get well, or you can also say it as a benevolent prayer uh, for them to get well. One of my dogs uh, tore her ligament chasing, chasing back and forth along a fence with a dog that lives behind us. <laughs> tore her ligament, so we requested a benevolent outcome, and you know we were having one vet say that we probably needed to have her have uh, um, a surgery, but then we discovered. That there was a veterinary place that did um, uh, therapy, and so so she's getting therapy, and and slowly but surely she's been putting weight on her back leg and, and walking. Uh, not there yet. It, supposedly it takes up to six months, but but that's something you can do. That's great for you and and great for your animal companions, and and you can. Even request, uh, you know, when your when your dog transitions, um, then you can request a, a benevolent outcome for your dog or cat or pet to return for another life with you, because typically those dogs and cats have already been with you in other lives. And but when you request a benevolent outcome for them, as Theo says, he he takes it to a higher level and he says it's just about guaranteed that that you will get your pet back to you for another life. I love that I've just got goosebumps that's beautiful
0: um, very interesting um, my final question is how can we live our best life?
1: Oh well the best life is to, is to be compassionate and be loving to everyone um, and, and no matter their their race or uh, or political views or or, or uh, anything you know just be compassionate and loving and and then request uh, benevolent outcomes because it will it, it takes away the fear and and stress of our lives and it, it just makes it so much easier to get through wonderful wonderful
0: uh, I will put a link in the show notes for everyone that's watching to go to your website, and I encourage them to sign up for your free newsletter. Tom, on a final note, is there anything you'd like to share with the Passion Harvest audience that I haven't asked you?
1: I've had uh, two or three conversations with creator. Uh, creator says that uh, that creator can have trillions of conversations of all types, beyond our understanding all going on at the same time so if you ever want to uh, uh, converse with tre- uh, with creator in in meditation you can you just say may i speak to creator but i'd start with your own guardian angel if you're going if you're going to start communicating with spirit start with your own guardian angel surround yourself with a bubble of light for, for protection and then as you put yourself down into a, an alternate Um, state of being Uh, just say I'd like to speak to my guardian angel and you'll hear I'm here
0: I love that and it's incredible how you've explored and expressed that today how completely guided we are can be guided and how protected we are if we choose to follow that and ask for it
1: Theo says for me to tell everyone you are dearly loved okay pass that along to everybody You are dearly loved and we will we will do anything that we can for you as long as it's on your soul path or your soul contract, as it's called. So, in other words, if you if you ask to win the lottery, maybe that's not on your soul path. (laughs) So there are certain things that may not be on your soul path.
0: Wonderful. Well, Tom, thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. I'm going to have to get back on the show. We've got so much more to discuss, but it's really been so insightful and inspiring and such you're such a message of hope. So thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you
1: for having me, and and I look forward to talking with you again. A, a, a good life to you, and I ask any and all beings to aid and assist in love being in your life the rest of your life.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, bye, Tom. Bye-bye. Bye. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening. And please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.